episode 14. It is what it is. Coming at you live. Coming in- at you live, baby. You already know what time it is. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode. Time to recap what, uh, what craziness has happened in the last couple it of years. It is what it is. Yes, sir. Um, it is what it is. There was a uh, decent amount of listens to the last episode compared to the, the previous few. So if we got really, some- we blew up already. Let's. Uh, so so if we got some new listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Keep welcome to it is where it is podcast by Angel and Brian, Brian and Angel, baby, sponsored by nobody. I huh, kid. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, jumping right into things, um, this past week was uh, a primary election day in uh, most of the country. So a lot of people voted in there. So for people who like me, who are not that into like politics or weren't, can you explain that? Well, that is primary. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So, so primary is essentially just uh, like the qualifying round for November's like championship election. It, it's the easiest way to put it. So um, pretty much like all the parties were squaring off against each other. So for example, in Massachusetts, the biggest race that was going on was the, uh, Democratic primary for the Senate. So there's an open Senate spot. Um, or not an open spot. Ed Markey is currently sitting in it and he defeated uh, Joe Kennedy, who was another Democrat challenging him. So essentially, the primary is just like for all the Democrats who are running to challenge each other, all the Republicans running to challenge each other, then whoever wins the, you know, the Democrat primary and the Republican primary, they go up against each other in November in like the actual election. So in the one that passed this week, the biggest one in Massachusetts, um, Senator Ed Markey won his campaign over uh, Joe Kennedy III. So now he's going to go up against some guy named uh, O'Connor, this Republican in November for uh, his Senate seat. I think he'll win. Massachusetts is a pretty uh, progressive state and Markey's got some pretty good ideas along those lines. Um, I know the guy he's running against, the Republican's also like a huge Trump supporter. So I don't know how that will uh, work out for him, but we shall see. An interesting fact, though, from the campaign in Massachusetts was, so Joe Kennedy III was running. Um, He's like, I think the grandson or great nephew or something to JFK, Um, you know, grandson to Ted Kennedy, obviously like a very powerful political family, especially here in Massachusetts, but he lost his election. And that was like the first time a Kennedy has lost in Massachusetts ever. So that was kind of just an interesting bit of news. Um, But it was a warm up for uh, November, for sure. Um, I know when I went to go vote, it was awesome seeing all the other like younger people there. A lot of people you know, my age went out to go vote, which is huge. It's very important. And, um, you know, it's a reminder now, if you're not registered, you still have plenty of time for November. I know Angel's good and registered, ready to go now. So he's definitely going to be voting. Um, yes, sir, I am. Yes, sir. You know, the big one, the big kahuna. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't registered for, for this one. One, I didn't know about it. Two, I was too late. Three, I'm like one of the few people, and some people not might not agree. Um, I think everything matters, but like what matters the most uh, above all, and we've seen it in the last four years, is the president. We didn't know how much 
that mattered until Trump took over. And people say a lot of things about Trump, and he deserves all of it, all the negative, slander. He deserves it. But I'll say one good thing about Trump. It might end up benefiting this country. He has made people care. Like people like me who didn't care about voting, he made us care. He made us care about this country because before him, a lot of people didn't vote. I know there's still no people who don't vote, but like I know a lot of people who are like, dude, we got to get Trump out of here. Like I don't vote. Might be the only time I ever vote, but I'm doing it. <laughs> like we're voting. Facts. And I already saw that. Like I said, at the polls, I saw a lot of younger people, like people my age. Normally when I go in there to vote like two years ago, four years ago, I'm like the youngest person by 50 years, easily. Like everyone that's in there is very old and they love to go vote. They love exercising their right because, you know, for a lot of them, that's something they grew up doing. They did it a lot. And for whatever reason, especially to like our generation, a lot of people started to think like, oh, my vote doesn't matter. It's one vote. Like it's really not going to make a difference. But everyone feels that way. Like, <laughs> that's not good. Like if nobody goes to vote and the only people who go to vote are like the older generation, the new policies are going to benefit them. And especially our age, like, I don't know, our pol- the policies are not trending in our direction. There's college education at an all time high housing costs are at an all time high. The unemployment rates at an all time high. The actually the average wages are like, you all are very low compared you know to the compared to the standard of living so we got to go out and vote and it, it really does make a difference and i hope that you know with this election especially in november we see a large amount of younger voter turnouts and that just hopefully will get people more interested in politics and like you said you know the presidency is the most important election obviously by far but you know your state elections are pretty important and even your local ones are, are also very important um you know, in your community, like like my little community here, Waltham, you know, I, I participate in the elections and I try to stay up to speed who's running. And it's just, it's cool because it's it's smaller vote counts. So like your vote really does matter when it's like, when somebody in Waltham wins by like three votes or like a small community, then it's like, damn, I, I really could change who wins and who doesn't win in the local election. So long story short, I just hope people are ready to go out and vote in November. We all know what needs to happen. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Trump has a new nickname for Joe Biden called uh, Joe Hyden. So because Trump- so, that is so like, wow, he came up with that himself. Yeah, he switched that one letter. And he was like, wow, that's, that's oh, impressive. Trump, Donald, good. Because like, <laughs> for the past like two months, okay, remember, guys, we're still in the middle of a pandemic coronavirus going crazy and last time i checked joe biden was 78 or 79 years old he's an old guy he's you know probably in the more at-risk category and because of that he's been doing a lot of stuff from his house interviews um you know podcasts radio shows things like that all from his house and because he wants to stay safe and the reason is like you know trump goes out and throws these huge rallies with a bunch of people who mainly are not wearing masks. And what do you think is going to happen there? It's going to spread the virus. So, but like, the thing is, I was having a discussion the other day. It's like, yes, the little, the other, like, um, elections, like, matter and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you want to be able to know, like, who you're voting for and state level. So if they want, they want to run for president, you know if they're good or not. 
But at the same time, like our country has showed us that, that that doesn't really matter. Trump was ne- Trump was never a mayor of no city. He was never a senator. He was he never he was never class president in school. Like and he became president. So like our country has showed us that yes, none of that matters. <laughs> like as long as you have power, uh, I think all politicians are crooks anyways. But like the symbol that Trump represents, it's crazy. Like it has the power to. And it's doing it right now to divide this country in half down the middle and no city, no state, nothing. None of those people that you vote in this year has that power. They don't. They just simply don't. So for me, like I want to vote out that guy or vote in that guy. In this case, it's just vote out that guy because I don't think writing is that good either. But he's a lesser of two evils. And, I tr- and the people behind him, some of them, like the Obamas and whatever, they're more trustworthy than anybody who's in Trump. Trump has arrested like half of his staff that he started with. Like they've been arrested. Yeah, they all get arrested and then he pardons them and they get out. It's crazy like this. Yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> yes, yeah, like it's cute and you know, voting for whoever and state level, go out and do your thing. Uh, it might make a difference. It might not. Like the same cities stay the same all the time. And the good people who should be running for offices the people who, they're not, none of them are like, they don't want to do it. Like people like, that should be running, like Brian should be running for, for something. They should, they're not doing it. They, cause yo, you know, you know it in and out, but like, what's stopping you from running? Cause you see like, it's like, dude, like this is a game. It like is. you need money. You need to be, you need to know people. You need to like campaign. And it's just like, people like, like us who like might want to run or something. You don't don't have the opportunities to people that might make a change, people that might care about their their cities, their their little towns, whatever their states. Yeah, and it's like they they do that on purpose. The politicians they make yep. such like a high barrier to entry, and for those exact reasons you said, like right now the people who win their elections, like starting now, they're already going to start fundraising and raising money for their like reelection campaign in the next two or four years. So it's like. Now that they're in, they're going to start raising money. So the next election season comes around, they're going to have like millions of dollars ready to go in ads and fundraisers and all that stuff. And it makes it very hard to go up against them. And like you said, it's like there's certain names and connections that people have that just help them get in. And I think that's kind of important in Massachusetts with like a Kennedy losing an election it kind of showed that, hey, just because you have the last name Kennedy, like you're not automatically going to win your election, which I thought was a pretty good sign in Massachusetts because, you know, 30 years ago, Kennedy's running. No one would have listened to what he had to say. They would have said, oh, Kennedy, I'm going to vote for him. Like the last name is so well known. And, you know, even Trump was, was commenting on this election. He's like, wow, it's a crazy day in America when a Kennedy can't even win in uh, Massachusetts. Because he's saying, like, all the Democrats are so far on the left, they're socialists, they're this, they're that. It's like, I I don't know. A lot of the policies that Trump and Republicans don't like are the policies that work, like, for the people. Um, A lot of the policies that Republicans like, you know, work for big corporations and things like that, which is great. I mean, I think we need policies that work for everybody, not just one side or the other. So, anyways, guys, if you're, uh, you know, remember, go to register to vote. If you're not registered, your vote does matter big elections coming up in November. Um, A lot of people in these primaries did the mail-in voting and it seemed to work. I didn't hear of any like 
major issues or hiccups or anything like that with the mail-in voting. Um, just remember, it takes some extra time for your uh, your ballot to reach the destination. So, you know, give it an extra like two, three weeks just to make sure they receive it on time. Um, there's even a way to track them online, I guess. I didn't even know that, but you can track your ballot online after you submit it just to make sure it was received properly, which I think is cool just for everyone to keep an eye on it if you're going to go that route. Um, I voted in person. Uh, I think the polling locations are set up, you know, pretty safe with everything that's going on, but obviously it's up to you if you feel more comfortable uh, mailing it in. Whatever you got to do, just make sure you get out and vote because we got quite an election coming. Um, you know, and last kind of tidbit on politics is like, I don't know, to be honest, I really don't see Trump winning in November because. The only thing he had really going for him or the positive thing was the economy and like the stock market and all that, which tanked in, in uh, March, understandably, because there's a pandemic. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not a fan of Trump, but you can't really blame him for the economy crashing like in the beginning of the pandemic. But now, like today, the stock market had its worst day in like months. Uh, it was setting like historic lows for daily drops like it was a rough day in the stock market for sure um and you know that's just because of the way he handled the pandemic now so now he can't you know one month in in march okay i cut him some slack the pandemic was just starting whatever now we saw what he did for months and there's no one else to blame but himself so i don't know i don't see him really winning at this point the stock market is i don't know it's not looking too hot the economy is not looking too hot Every day on the news, you hear of like new restaurants closing, um, you know, especially in the Boston area around us, like there's a lot of very famous restaurants and bars and stuff that are all closing places that have been around for like a hundred years. Like that just kind of blows my mind to think about it. Like a lot of these family run bars and restaurants and places like that, like that's where entire families have worked their whole lives for like generations. And it just all was wiped away within a matter of months and the pandemic. So I don't know, I think our government overall just needs to do better and kind of protect those people for sure. Um, Cause it's not fair. Like how can you tell these bars that they can't open till like there's a vaccine? Like you don't know when that's going to happen. And I get it. You can't have, you know, 300 people in a tight room partying together but you can open up bars and just have people sit at tables and at bar stools, separate them out. Be like, you can't stand. No, nothing like that, you know, but you can't be like, Oh, you got to serve food or you're going to get shut down. Cause that's just not fair. There's certain bars or like nightclubs and stuff that just weren't set up for it. But you know, if they can safely socially distance everyone, I don't think it's that big of an issue, but I don't know. We shall Campbell, see. Baby. Campbell for three. Hey, what's this? What's the score? Only 328. He hit around the buzzer. But, um, yeah, it's just a roundup in politics, you know, so uh, switching over to the virus a little bit. Things are, uh, things are moving along here in the U.S. Colleges are going back to school. We've heard of small outbreaks so far because obviously they're partying, which is completely expected. Um, a lot of students are going back, like younger kids, K through 12 are starting to go back. So we'll have to see kind of the impact that has. And something I'm personally interested in to see is, I don't know, I feel like after this weekend, like two weeks from now, there's probably gonna be a pretty big spike because long weekend, holiday weekend, everyone's like so burned out of, 
being socially distant and staying away from each other and avoiding contact. Like, I feel like this long weekend is a weekend where everyone's going to be like, excuse my French, but like, fuck it. And just, you know, hang out with each other, go to barbecues, things like that. And it's like, I don't know. It's so tough because I, I get like, you need to stay separated. You need to have these lockdowns, but like people cannot stay in the house, not socially interact with each other for like, months at a time now it's just not healthy like we're humans we're supposed to interact supposed to out there you know so social how, how you say it? social socializing hey that's the word i learned that yesterday socializing baby so i was gonna say before we keep going um make sure to um share this podcast with your friends your grandmas your grandpas your aunts your uncles even if you don't like them uh the drunk one that comes to all the family gatherings in the last two hours, share it with him too. Um, your nieces, nephews, cousins, because that is what this podcast is going global. Hop on the train before it goes. Um, sponsored by nobody. Um, but I'm talking to Lil Wayne. He might have a sponsorship for us. You know what's up, man. Weezy F Baby. The F is so fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, maybe next episode we'll have a sponsor. You know, I heard um the GOAT, Tom Brady, reached out. So he's pretty happy about their recent signing. So he wants to sponsor. But, um, no, I feel like you just can't expect people to stay inside, bro. Like, he's just not, like, not interacting with people. It's just not mentally, like, healthy. Hey, breaking news. Hold on. Breaking news. Football. Jadavion Clowney signed a one-year deal worth $10 million with the Saints. Ooh. That is crazy. Why are all these moves happening right before the season? These guys didn't want to work out. These guys didn't. <laughs> this is making me so mad. I know, like, my whole fantasy team is going to fall. He's, not, he's, the, he's a defensive player. Oh, no, he's defense, I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's these little de- – I feel like it's – why didn't they figure yeah, yeah, it even, that, that affects fantasy because before I didn't want the Saints defense. Now I want them. Let me go pick them up. Hold on. Well, not if I get them free now. <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, it's like um, you can't expect people to stay inside for like such long periods like that. It's just not healthy, not normal. I mean, even myself in the beginning of the pandemic, I stayed in my house for like, I don't know, like two months. months. Yeah, two, three months. I really like, I think it was like around Memorial Day is when I really like was finally cool with kind of venturing out. I think you came here for the first time. Yeah. And even then I was kind of like, oh God, I don't know. (laughs) But, um, and I was going crazy though. Like I just was not in a good spot, like mentally just being so isolated and just like, like what we're doing, like we're on zoom right now. That's just not the same as like in-person interaction. It's just, it's not like, and I, I don't know, it's such a tough balance because yes, you don't want people interacting and mingling with the virus still going on, but like people need that. So I don't know. I think they just gotta, gotta hope to get a vaccine. So Last bit of news I'll cover on, you know, virus, politics, all that fun stuff. Um, supposedly, there's going to be a vaccine by November 1st. I highly, highly, highly doubt that's true. Um, so I guess President Trump told the director of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, um, to start telling every state, like, hey, get ready. November 1st, we're going to have a vaccine, like, ready to go to you guys to so start, like, figuring out how you're going to deploy that and like get it to everybody in the state. Start making your plans now. Like November 1st is coming. Honestly, like every health expert, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Bergs, all these doctors were like, that's not going to happen. There's no way that's a vaccine by November 1st. 
honestly, I think Trump's using it as like a political play. Oh, it definitely is. Let's all remember the election is November 3rd. So if Trump's promising a, a vaccine for the election, everyone's going to be like, oh, wow, the hero delivers a vaccine, you know, right then and there. But I think this is going to backfire so huge on him because if he comes out, okay, November 1st vaccine, November 1st, the vaccine, then like November 1st comes and everyone's like, yo, Trump, where's the vaccine? And he's like, all right, we're not going to have one until next year. Everyone's going to be like, oh, are you kidding me? And they're not going to vote for him. So I don't know. I feel like what he's doing is probably going to end up backfiring on him. But, hey, he's the mastermind, so let's, let, let's see how it plays out. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of it on, uh, on my end for uh, virus, politics, all that crazy stuff. Um, oh, oh, a little bit of this other news before we jump into sports. I don't know if you heard, but uh, Chadwick Boseman's where he went to the town where he went to high school, I guess there's like a Confederate statue in that town. And there's like some petition, I think there's like a hundred thousand signatures already to tear down that statue and put up a statue of him, which I think would be amazing. That'd be great. That'd be, that'd be crazy. I, I, I second that. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, I think anybody can sign it. If you just Google like Chadwick Boseman statue petition, I'm sure there's like a list you could sign. But I think that would be great. And still, once again, you know, rest in peace to him. It's crazy, like, hearing all the stories coming out, all the people, like, he, he was an amazing guy. And we all kind of knew it, but we didn't really know just, like, how incredible he was. You know, like, some story I read, you know, he, re- he visited a ton of kids who had cancer. Well, he had cancer. Nobody well, knew. He had cancer. And, like, a ton of kids. I'm sure he was in there, all smiles, like, motivating them. And the kids had no idea, like, a lot of the kids that he visited with have come out now. Like I had no idea, but like learning that he had cancer and he was like acting that way and trying to help others has motivated people like so much to keep fighting. So it's just incredible to see like the impact he's had on so many people and kids. And like, I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures and videos of like all the young kids, like doing tributes for him, like dress as Black Panther, doing like a, a funeral or a set like a celebration with all their action figures and stuff like a lot of kids i mean it's cool to see the impact he really had like on a global level and connected with the athletes and stuff so definitely rest in peace to him um you know 2020 is just never giving up like just every week they keep coming like, if you think you had it you about to knock it out that boy keeps coming all I know is if 2020 takes out the NFL football season, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, this is the ones, like, football is my sport. Like, I love watching it, love playing fantasy football. Like, there's nothing better. So I'm so ready for this uh, for this season. So hopefully it can go off. But um, transitioning into sports, uh, what's been going on in the in the world of sports Angel, I know Celtics playing pretty good right now. They're up to nothing in their series. Um, but in terms of, of them, what's been going on? I know uh, – what was that series? I know the Heat won last night, I think, so they're moving on. Um, but what's some no, of the- – they, they went up 2-0 last night in the second round against Milwaukee. Um, Celtics are playing right now, trying to move up 3-0. Um, yeah, though like it's going good. Um, families are now there, allowed to go to games, hang out uh, for the, when the players are still there. Um, tonight at nine, it starts around two. Denver versus Clippers. 
that should be a good series. Tomorrow starts Houston versus LA. Got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russ, James Harden, a bunch of future Hall of Famers in that series. That should be fun. Like you said, Miami won last night. They're up two nothing. Um, we're trying. The Celtics are trying to go up three nothing right now. Um, currently up five. With eight minutes left in the second quarter against Toronto, the defending champs. So yeah, man, it's just been like it's been great TV this last few months. Like the best thing on TV. So. I heard Marcus Smart was icy last night. Yo, yeah, Tuesday night he had five threes in the third in the fourth quarter. Five threes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he has like seventeen points. He went off. Kemba has seventeen in this um the first quarter today. So we'll see how it goes. I think they could, I think they could, they could at least get to the championship. But we'll all see how it goes, my brother. Yes, sir. So uh, shifting to to football real quick. Fantasy update, as many of you know, I think I talked, yeah, I did talk about it last episode. Leonard Fournette got cut um, from his, from the Jaguars, of course, after I drafted him. And Angel called it first in the last episode that he's going to end up in the Bucks. I said, no way, that's not going to happen. And Fournette ended up on the Bucks. So I still don't know what to make of that. They have like, a thousand offensive weapons on that team. So I don't know what his kind of share is going to be worth. I'm hoping they feed him the ball on the goal line, throw him the ball, get, get some touchdowns. I don't know. Maybe Fournette and Brady are going to become BFFs. Hopefully. I, I don't know, but I'm excited for like just a football season, like especially now drafting, uh, you know, fantasy teams already just gearing up for that. Um, Quick little uh, promo. If anybody wants to do a weekly DraftKings fantasy uh, matchup, let me know. Shoot me a message. I'm not sure what the buy-in is going to be. I think it's like 25 bucks a week. You can drop in and out at any point. Uh, my brother Debo is hosting the league. Anyone's welcome to join. That goes for you, Angel. Kevin over there. I don't know if Kevin's going to pop in for his random fact today. I don't, I don't know if we're getting Kevin. He's already eating and stuff. Mm. Oh, man, the viewers are, are going to be disappointed for that, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if anyone wants to join that, it's like a weekly league, especially for some of you people that don't have any season-long leagues or you just want to kind of hop in and out weekly. Um, you know, DraftKings is a, is a good option for something like that. Um, yeah, but I, I'm ready for the football season. Like, um, other big news, I know today – the uh, Patriots formally announced Cam Newton as the official starter, which and, was going to happen. And team captain, too. Hey, yeah, team captain as well. Um, I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. It was inevitable. But, you know, uh, Mr. Belichick is not going to give anybody anything easily. So they're like, Cam, you better come here working, man. Like, yeah, when, when he signed, I told you, I'm like, bro, he's, he's stuck. Yeah. Like, you don't bring in – like, I made a, this an analogy earlier. Imagine if we start a freaking uh, group, a singing group, right? Boy band. And then somehow we sign Justin Timberlake. He's like, yeah, he's going to be the backup singer. It's like, what? what? <laughs> it's like, huh? <laughs> and then like we announce, oh, yeah, no, we're just kidding. He's going to be the lead, the lead singer. Well, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that even a question? Like, <laughs> shout out, you know, no, Stidham and uh, Brian Hoyer. I'm sure you guys are great athletes, great, you know, quarterbacks. But I'm sorry, Cam Newton, like, 
We all need- the man, man. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I saw him post a, a video last night, cruising around, smoking a huge cigar. Wow, Cam is that guy. So I'm excited for the season. See what happens with that. Um, it seems like there's still a lot of moves going on in the NFL. So who knows what's yeah. gonna happen? Like, yeah, like you saying for that to the pay to the, not Patriots to the Bucks. That one, that move was crazy. That was not. I did not see that coming. I, I like I said it just because I like it made the most sense, and I would have done it. But like in reality, it's like they already sold. That's a Pro Bowl team they got going over there in offense. It's yeah, all, Tom just got to throw the ball in the air, and somebody's gonna catch. They're gonna run under it. This like, dude, like I said last episode, rushed for a thousand and caught almost eighty balls. Let's go, Tennessee, and, and gets and gets dropped. But Bruce Arians of the coach of the Bucks said that Ronald Jones is still the starter. We'll that's that's, a, that's another that's like the camp thing. It's like, really, bro, really, really. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay for that four mil to back up Ronald Jones, not Adrian Peterson or Barry Sanders. Ronald Jones, who I have in one of my he's one of my starting court running backs in one of my fantasy leagues. So like, I hope it's true, but do I play him the first week? Probably not. I don't know. They're playing in New Orleans, and where's where's Leonard for that from? New Orleans. They're gonna play, bro. They're gonna play him. He's gonna go for two hundred yards, three touchdowns, and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, he's a starter rest of the season, hands down." Um, I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting for sure. Oh, and another interesting thing. Did you see who Seattle's trying to sign right now? They just did. They signed him. Yeah, Josh Gordon. All right. Let's see how long um, over under and how many weeks he goes without smoking weed and getting kicked out of the league. I say, I say he makes it to week ten. Wow, I give it to week four. (laughs) (laughs) My man, it blows my mind. It's like they off the weed. In the off season, go crazy. Go to Amsterdam. Go to you know. You know the worst part about it too, bro. It's like the trainers they tell you. Dude, y'all getting tested in a week. It's like, bro. Unless it's like, now, like him now, I bet you, I wouldn't tell him. Not now the NFL doesn't tell him anymore. Because they know they're going to catch him. They show up and say, pee in this. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> but I don't know what it is with him. I saw, I was reading the story. It was like, he got suspended for that five times in the last six years. It's like, bro, please, man. And like, he's good. Like, when he's there and he's playing, like, He's on point. He's good. He's another, like, Antonio Brown-type story. It's like, bro, if you could just play, like... Yeah, but Antonio Brown's a Hall of Famer, though. Yeah. Either way, he's a Hall of Famer. That's true. Yo, this is crazy. The markets are doing so bad right now, both, like, stocks and crypto. Jesus. That's Yeah, that's definitely Chinese to me, man. But you know what? We're sponsored by no one, so who cares? Sponsored by no one, baby. So I'm glad, yo. So, so everybody listening who's still listening, um, Brian didn't tell me that our last episode kind of blew up a little bit. Thank you for telling me that on air, Brian. I appreciate it. I just checked, so I, I didn't know. Huh? I just checked, I didn't know until now. It's loaded anchor. Let's go, baby. The most seen was the last one, probably not true, but it's one of them. Let's keep it going. To share it, uh, like always, like always, we say thank you to you guys. 
without you guys, we had nothing. Um, you guys help us from the start and then keep going. Our goal is to have to quit our day jobs and just do this every day, right, Brian? He's he's over there looking at his bitcoins. He has a boner and stuff. All right, so we'll probably cut that off. Market yeah. crashing everywhere, dude. So. Yeah, dude, this guy market everywhere. Growing up, man. But yeah, now nah, it's uh, we're just under two hundred views total or plays total as well. So, ooh, two hundred, two hundred. Yeah, we're at one ninety four right now. We still have the same four countries, so you know, Ireland. I don't know what's going on, but you know, send it to a couple of your buddies out in like. The Netherlands, uh, England, all that stuff. Let's, let's get some plays, some more international ones going. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much it from from this end. Uh, has anything crazy been going on in um, in baseball? The Red Sox, the Red Sox traded. Red Sox, they suck, bro. Their pitching staff is terrible. Like the Tampa Bay Rays are doing good. The Padres, Dodgers. Yankees just went on the streak. They lost like eight straight, but they're getting it together. Um, the Yankees don't make the playoffs. I'll be a happy camper. Um, every time the Yankees make the playoffs, I get AIDS. But, yeah, man, it's just – yeah, I hate the Yankees. Like, yeah, I love sports, you know me. But, like, something about the Yankees, I just – dude, if I meet a girl one day or and she, every time she tells me she's a Yankee fan or, like, dude, I just – that's the one thing. It's just, I can't do it. I really can't. I'm, man, if I meet somebody and, and it could be you, if one day you tell me, Angel, I think I'm a Yankees fan now. I'll be like, yo, Brian, it was a good run. Um, we we, we got to go our own ways. I'll catch you. Uh, so we'll do like two podcasts. You do your own. It is what it is with Brian. It is what it is with Angel. So we'll go our own ways because I just can't. The Yankees, Yankees fans, they're, almost as, they're the worst fans alongside with the Cowboys fans and Lakers fans. They're just terrible. Trash. Jets fans are pretty terrible as well. Yeah, but they, but they have no other. They have no other thing. They don't, they don't have anything else to do. <laughs> like, I love Bills fans though. Those yeah, but no, I think Jets Jets fans are just miserable because they know they suck. Yeah. Yeah. So every time every time they win a quarter, if, if like if after the first quarter is ten seven, they're throwing a party. Yeah, but and that's like, see, the Bills were like that. The Bills are playing nicer now. You know, they're building their team. But even before when they were really terrible, Bills Mafia was still going crazy. They knew they sucked. They're like, you know what? We're yeah, just but they go, they, go crazy. they go crazy in a good way. Like they're, they're like, dude, we okay. suck. Whatever, whatever. We're going crazy. Jets fans and Laker fans, they just, they're so annoying. They're salty. <laughs> Twenty four Cowboys, Cowboys think Cowboy fans think that they that every year that they're gonna go twelve. I mean twelve and Four or four and two. I mean, fourteen and two, and they're gonna win the Super Bowl every year. Here's their year. Lakers fans. Every time a guy might be a free agent or gets released or asks for a trade, yo, we need him. We need him. Like if the Lakers fans couldn't, they'll have Joel, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, LeBron, Kawhi, Dame Lillard starting with fucking Carmelo Anthony, Jason Tatum, Russ. Who else? Was good. Paul George, Luca, Jalen Brown, and who else is nasty in the league right now? And Ben Simmons coming off the bench. That's and they'll still be mad. 
Like the Lakers, they want every superstar, all of them. Man. It's like, whoa, just draft. Stop drafting D'Angelo Russell, Brendan Ingram, and and Lonzo, and Julius Randle, and go draft Joe, um, Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum. Like good, better players. Well, Brendan Ingram is not that bad, but like everybody else, they have drafted in the last few years is trash. So sorry, that's just me ranting about. I could rant about sports all twenty four. Like Brian goes about politics, I can go about sports. Facts. So since Kevin is uh, is not gonna join us today, I'm gonna Google a random fact of the day so we can uh, keep that segment going. So you know those hats that chefs wear, those big white hats that have like mad folds in them. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me introduce this. Hold on. Okay, today we got a special episode of Random Fact with Kevin Mads. Run that back with Brian Nolan. You know what's up. We got a special guest, the co-host of this own podcast, venturing off to a beautiful segment that we called Random Fact, sponsored by no one. There you go. That was great. That was great. All right. So, you know those chef's hats they wear, those big white hats? Uh, if anyone's seen the movie Ratatouille, that big white hat, it's got mad folds in it. Um, so supposedly that hat has a hundred folds in it. And I guess that was meant to symbolize back in the day, like a top chef, because if they got that hat that had a hundred folds in it, that shows the uh, amount of different ways they know how to cook eggs. So I guess the top chefs in the world know 100 different ways to cook an egg now um i'll i'll try to name as many as i can real quick and then maybe angel could add any that he can think of i i don't know how there's 100 different ways all i can think is scrambled fried hard-boiled poached um sunny side up and that's it. That's five that I can name. It's like, how are there a hundred different ways to make an egg? That was something I did not know. So that's the uh, random fact of the day. There's supposedly 100 different ways to cook an egg. So I'm going to have to look that up because I had no idea there was that many. And I don't know how else you could possibly make an egg. So that's definitely an interesting one. Um, next week or next episode, we're expecting Kevin to come back with like a super, super random fact you know something way out there yeah episode 14 man you know for 15 kevin will be back with something uh, crazy so everyone get ready for that who knows what that random fact is going to be but it'll be really random <laughs> um yeah so like always yeah like always thank you guys for listening if you're still listening right now um hit us up twitter facebook instagram email us Topic ideas. If you want to be on for a segment or if you want to tell us your life story, come on up. Come on. Come on. Uh, we haven't done an interview in a few episodes. So uh, we're looking. We'll be, able, we'll be up to do anybody. Um, and again, because this is your podcast. This is not ours. We're just the voice of it. But this is for you. Um, and let's keep it growing. Four countries and expanding. We're taking over. Um, before we end this episode, you want to touch on the, uh, safe space for a minute? Yes. This, uh, upcoming, thank you. Upcoming Sunday at 7 PM will be, 
a mental health safe space uh, gym. So it's on Zoom. The links are everywhere. Um, you can find it on my Twitter, Instagram. It's on the Facebook. Uh, if you don't find it for some reason, reach out to myself or Brian. Um, and yeah, we have a group on Facebook. So if you're interested, uh, just let us know. Uh, Seven o'clock Sunday. Uh, another meeting just for us to talk, share, um, discuss, be there for each other in these tough times. And we're going to keep going. As long as these people come in every week, I'm going to keep hosting it. So um, it is what it is. I right, kid. It is what it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for anyone who's still listening. If there is anyone, which uh, I don't know, but thank you guys so much. Um, this is episode 14. Episode 15 is coming soon. Just about to hit 200 plays. Four countries. Um, you know, thank you guys so much. And keep sharing. Keep spreading the word. So have a great uh, long weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Remember, we're still in a pandemic. So uh, if you're going in a huge crowd, mask up. And, yeah, stay safe. Stay healthy. Thank you, guys.